podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. I'm Paul John Dykes and today I am delighted to be joined by my man Lawrence Connolly and also Sean Connolly who you are dialing in from Australia. You are part of Celtic Down Under which is part of the match day experience on Axon. We will be updating the graphics so that we get um, the boxing kangaroo at some stage as well on the screen but in the meantime it's behind you on the flag. Sean, we said it was going to be a very difficult tense affair I would go out there and we'd basically blow them away. Um, half that game I watched on Kilmanic TV, it's tremendous to, to listen to other commentators talking <laughs> about their team because their perception of their performance is uh, slightly skewed. That's understandable. Sum up that first half performance. Best of the season so far? Well, yeah. I mean, you have to... Yeah, it's hard to compare apples and oranges, but yeah, obviously it's been good. It did start... Actually, the goal we scored was really... Oh came out of nowhere it was an unbelievable goal uh the first goal and then the second one just really opens the game up and we're really all over them from that point on like it was even at one nil it was still a, it was still a bit of a cagey affair and the ball was still getting a bit sticky and come on they still have the low block but from two now they've got three men up front and it's really a much more open affair at that point uh greg, greg taylor's really having a great game that through ball for the first goal just kind of shows like knowing the weight on that pitch makes a difference, you know, which is why it's a home advantage to the home players and his through ball was just unreal. And, you know, we were all questioning whether Kyogo and Maeda should be starting. What do we know? Uh, <laughs> we also said it was going to be a tight, a tight first half. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we, we've got quite a lot right the day. Uh, Lawrence, one thing, <laughs> one thing you have got right, and I've got to point it out, Lawrence, because when we get it wrong, we are constantly reminded about it. So, uh, fair play to you. You've been, you know, flying the flag for Greg Taylor uh, for some time, and nice we um, bottle display. By the way, I've got to say, Sean, very nice indeed. Cuts down on the 
<laughs> cuts down on the advertising um, and we've got a big Celtic crest so Lawrence Greg Taylor what a pass I know that um, people look at the assist that was a secondary assist of course but it completely split the defence wide open and as Sean says it's important that he knows you know how to play that pitch yeah definitely you know another solid performance from Taylor you know he just carries out the manager's instructions doesn't he he's great vision Maybe he should have scored, he should maybe attain a shot, I thought. <laughs> you know, if there's any criticism of his performance, he could have got a shot away. Mm. But, but funnily enough, I, I, you know, at 3-0, I, I think, I wouldn't say this is our best performance of the season so far, but we've definitely got the goals this time. Because a lot of the times, you, you know, previously we've had a lot of the ball and chances that we haven't taken the goals, but we're starting to take them now. And uh, big Marit Shens, what a finish, eh? <laughs> you know, and that's your centre-half. Mm. See the thing, Lawrence, right? I mean, we're going to pick up on anything that we've, we've observed in the first half. You're sitting there taking notes and there might be one or two players who haven't gotten out of the game and we're going to mention that. But overall, it's, it's been extremely positive in that first half. You're up 3 nothing um, against the Kilmanic side that I think we expected if you watched the pre-match was going to be kind of a stuffy affair. Uh, Joe Porter comes in, he's a, he's a realist as Joe, all bias aside, at some point in his career, Jota will be known as the best player in the world. Um, and you look at the first three three games of the season, he has been unbelievable. I'm going to start with you, Sean. I mean, mm-hmm. that goal just caps off everything we know about Jota, the style, the panache. Um, he's obviously had a tribute in that as well to a former Benfica player um, on his wristband. But he has started off unbelievably well. Um, and there's a few of them coming in here as well to say, uh, Patrick James Simpson, uh, can we ask Jot not to score? Not such great goals. Or are we going to get bids? You certainly will get bids. If he turns it on in Europe this season, um, the, the vultures will be circling. It sounds weird. Bit of a bargain at six million, that the boy Jota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's an outside trout for the World Cup squad, I'd say, especially with the 27, 28, whatever 30 man squads that they take now due to COVID. Uh, but uh, yeah, we can look back at the end of the season. Half time at Kilmarnock was the time when we the player of the year was already wrapped up in the goal of the season at the same time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, th- the thing is, we were talking about great goals at Rugby Park, we were talking, we were lamenting the fact that Tommy Rogic is no longer with us, and then Jota pulls something like that out of the bag, and you know, th- there was a wee bit of criticism last season for some of Jota's displays, um, and-, and the thing is, when people say something on Axom or any of the streams that are out there, it's out there forever, you, you can be memed forevermore, and there was a lot of comments coming in when we were talking about um, who do you want from the two, because we didn't think it was possible to get Carter Vickers and Jota in, and I'll tell you what Lawrence most of the comments that came in said that, you know, Jota, he's an entertaining winger, uh, they're a wee bit more ten a penny, but he's proven how pivotal he's going to be to our season and hopefully the next couple of seasons under Ange Yeah, definitely, I mean, some people don't think he's the best player in the league but, you know, what do they know? He's just been amazing. And I, I think uh, getting big Carter Vickers, you know, I just said it, you know, your defence gives you the platform to build from, doesn't it? It lets the guys in front of them play. They've got, got trust in it. I think that's why we would say, you know, get big Carter Vickers in. He's so solid at the back. And I think Juranovic is going to attest to that. <laughs> getting a bit of shoulder in the back there. It, it looked too hot. But yeah, Joe's just on fire, isn't he? What's that? A couple of goals, four assists or something for three games into the league. Yeah, he's I just mean, playing with absolute freedom and absolute confidence. Like he just looks like he knows that everything he does is just going to work. Like even when he plays that ball over the top, he technically got an assist for his own goal. 
because he plays the ball over the top to Kyogo. And look, I'm going to give Kyogo credit for knowing he's offside and not touch, not you know making an attempt at it. But Kyogo uh, Jota's the next person to pick it up and then just pings it in from 30 yards. Do you know what I mean? It, it kind of flies in the face of all these people that were saying you sign Carter Vickers and Jota and you don't improve. Um, an absolute nonsense because as you're saying Sean he is playing with a freedom that yeah we've seen in flashes last season but not to the full extent that we've seen and I'm trying to rein myself in a wee bit here because I know we're only three games into the season a long arduous season there's going to be peaks there's going to be troughs and all that kind of stuff but we can only comment on what we're seeing but what I'm seeing at the moment is an improved Jota I mean he's been absolutely tremendous Uh, thanks everybody for getting involved and uh, let's bring up some of your comments Patrick James Simpson Jens again looks a bargain Um, well I don't know what kind of fees they're talking about um, in terms of Jens I think um, when he was linked and then signed for Celtic people pointed out that he'd had a a poor season last year. I've not seen anything that would suggest we shouldn't be making this a permanent signing when the time comes. Uh, Kaplow, Mark, welcome back to the show, Mark. Excellent performance, but Turnbull is a worry with very little impact. I do have a wee note here. I said there's one or two things we might pick up on. I don't think uh, Turnbull's been in the game a great deal, but I have also noted down that O'Reilly and Turnbull are getting closed down very, very quickly, Lawrence. Ange Postacoglu doesn't really do knee-jerk uh, changes, but do you think he might mix it up? Up at halftime. Listen, we're 3-0 up. The points should be ours. Turnbull's had a, a couple of wayward shots. Yeah, you know, if I was going to change some of it, it'd probably be Turnbull. But things are going well just now. You know, it's uh, there's no need to rush into any changes. Are you know, you talk about Nijat, you know, what would that be a reaction to 3-0 and cruising? Really, uh, you know, you'd maybe say give some boys a run out, but I can't see, but you know, huge changes at half time. It's going really well for, for us so far. And you know, I think Kilmarnock are going to be knackered second half. You know, yeah. Shadows. Well, in fairness, at 1 0, they, they had a 10 minute spell that they looked okay and they put, put a bit of pressure on. Uh, and it was quite pleased Big Yen stood up to some of the physical stuff from Lafferty because you're never too sure how the, he's going to stand up to it, especially a pitch like that. Because remember, Big Julian didn't like a physical striker up against him. Well, Jens seems to have uh, done okay against Lafferty. You know, he's given us a, a threat in the opposition box as well. Two games, two goals from a centre mm. half. I know. It's, it's going back to Ramon Vega. Uh, style <laughs> introduction to the Celtic side. Stephen Sloan, please Celtic, don't take the foot off the gas in the second half. I think that, that's maybe where I'm coming from, Lawrence. You know, if, if there's one cog in that that system that isn't quite firing on all cylinders, even if a cog doesn't fire on a cylinder, I don't know. I'm not a mechanic. Maybe change them, bring somebody else in, uh, and uh, go for the jug- jugular. Very often, though, we do see, and I'm going to use a, an example uh, where McInnes was the opposition manager, Sean. He's the manager of Aberdeen. We go up and blow them away. I think it was 4 nothing at half-time. But the second half didn't quite go that way. And that often happens. 3 nothing against Rangers in February. Um, and you're thinking, right, let's go for the juggler. Let's really hammer them here. Doesn't always can happen that way because the opposition team um, put more guys behind the ball. It becomes harder to break them down. Um, how do you see the second half going, uh, Sean? Yeah, as you said, it is actually probably more common for it to be a kind of calm down in the second half, particularly games against Derek McInnes. I think there's been a few games like where we've gone 3-4-0 up against Aberdeen and it's just nothing's happened in the second half. And even Postacoglu's got previous for like uh, just protecting players at some point. Uh, and I think when you're talking about changes, I don't I don't see the likes of Turnbull being the priority. I think it'd be uh, Juranovic and 
Jota, two, two of the best players, but I think it's in these sort of games when the points are wrapped up, it's about protecting players sometimes and that kind of can have a subliminal effect as well on the performance, which is... So I think those two things could both feed into it where McInnes is trying to save face and Postacoglu's trying to protect players. It, it might die down. I, I hope I hope it's not. I hope we absolutely go out. As everyone wants to hear, like rally and cry and go out and play great football. But at the end of the day, the season is 50 games long. And no, you're right. You're, you're so right. I mean, obviously, uh, Juranovic has is, is, uh, got a sore one, got a dull one as they say, and uh, it may well be bring him off, even though he's played so, so well. Paddy Lavery, thanks for tuning in again, Paddy. Taylor has been fantastic, got to agree with you there. I think he's had a great first half. Chris Begg uh, also agrees with that. Um, let's talk about the goal. Uh, Johnny Ryan, finally a centre-half that scores goals. All the, 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 the time that Julien was injured and then the recuperation and then he comes back or has he come back, etc. Lawrence, we spoke about what we're missing from the Julien that we knew, the Julien at his peak. And one of the big things was, obviously, scoring goals at set pieces, defending set pieces, but the goal-scoring centre-half. Uh, obviously, Starfelt's never scored a goal for Celtic. Carter Vickers has chipped in with a cup hole, um, mainly with, you know on the deck rather than uh, aerially. And then we've got a centre-half now that's scoring overhead kicks, I mean, it has been a very impressive introduction by Jens. It could well be that he is going to be that Julian-type centre-half who might even score up to, you know, upwards, you know, half a dozen goals a season, which is it's really pivotal um, to have that spread across the pitch, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think, so. what was he, one in six before his injury? Go That's over tremendous. Yeah. Yeah, half. yeah, you know, midfielders would be happy with that. So we definitely need someone that's... Uh, Going to, going to cause a, th- a threat in a box. You know, the first two games, we've had goals from corners. Can we get one this game and make it three, three out of three? Hopefully, you never know. Against causing a bit of chaos, but it gives the opposition something else to worry about because the amount of corners we get for the returning goals last season wasn't great. So he's a bit taller than our other centre half, so you'd imagine he's going to be a bit better there. You know, and I don't know if he meant to get that bounce off the, the plastic surface just to put it up to, to get the overhead kick or not, whether he meant it, who knows. But yeah, it, it's just another weapon we've got, another area of the, the pitch that goals are going to come from. Uh, he's looking great. You know, if you're going his first two games, you'd just be saying sign him. I, I don't know what Stephen, if Stephen Welsh is fit, but he's not in the squad. You know, he get pulled out through injury. Mm. Feel so, a bit sorry for him because he's, he's not going to get back in. You thought he was going to get, get a run then obviously with illness. But, you know, we've got four decent centre-halves that want to play for the club that can do a job for us. So, But I think Jens is going to make that left-hand side his own. Because it does look a bit of balance. It goes back to what Sean was talking about before the game, the speed mm. that he can move the ball at. You know, and you notice that with staff, it looks a wee bit uncomfortable sometimes when the ball comes to his left or comes over, he has to adjust. So, yeah, it looks like Jens is going to make that position his own and... Yeah, half a dozen goals a season. Listen, could be before Christmas. Oh, well, you're you're right though. It's about adapting and adjusting your body. I mean, it's almost like an extra touch of the ball every time, and he's got it in abundance. It's a natural thing that he's got there, Sean. Where he's just, you know, you've seen actually five minutes into the game, him doing one of those marauding runs. It was mm-hmm. more midfield to front rather than defence to midfield. But you've seen how it opens up the game, and I don't think we can underestimate the the impact that we've had from our, our new signing in Jens. Yeah, and he, he was right on the edge of the box at one point. I was like, why are they not closing him down here? And it was like 
as if the midfielders have been told to stick with O'Reilly and Turnbull, as you mentioned earlier. So they were just leaving them. It was almost like the old Boyata style of, oh, we can't take everyone, so just let Boyata run with it. And they just let Jens keep going. Yeah, yeah. And, and you look at that bench and you think to yourself, you know, chasing shadows are going to be knackered and then you start bringing on an Abada to run at them or, or Yakamakis to create a bit of chaos up top. Um, it's fantastic. I'm looking forward to the second half. It's been called Liquid Football by Sam Hain Scott. Thank you very much. Great description uh, of that first half performance and hopefully we see more of it in the second half. David Bradley is happy to admit that uh, Taylor has shut him up. Well done, son. He is having the kind of turnaround that we like to see and we have seen. It's unfortunate, Lawrence, that like you say, that Stephen Welsh, we can saying he needs a run of games but how can he get a run of games when someone like Jens comes in and plays so well the second half um, is underway so what we'll do is we'll go and have a look at the action we'll come back at full time I've got to thank you all for your comments and also thank you to Sean and Lawrence for joining us on a Celtic State of Mind Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad, because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data q3 2022 and cox serviceable areas visit cox.com internet for details Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Network.